Hey, Riley. Yeah. What do you have? Have blue ribbon. What else? Smoother, smoother, smoother flavors. Let them sparkle, million flavors. Taste that smoother, smoother flavor. Pabst Blue Ribbon Beer. What do you have? Pabst Blue Ribbon. Internationally famous Pabst Blue Ribbon, finest beer served anywhere, proudly presents The Life of Riley, starring William Bendix as Riley. No one can say that Chester A. Riley isn't a kind, thoughtful, considerate husband. Witness the scene that is taking place in the Riley kitchen right now. Riley is reading the evening paper. Mrs. Riley is doing the supper dishes. And as she bends over the sink. Oh! Peg, what's the matter? Uh, nothing. Well, don't say nothing. I, I heard you. No, it, it's nothing, Riley. Well, why are you holding your back like that? Uh, have you got a pain, honey? No, it, it, it's going away. It always does. You mean you've had this pain before? Well, I, I get it sometime when I bend over the sink. It's really nothing. I'll read your paper, forget it. No, I, I will not. What kind of a husband do you take me for? You expect me to just sit here reading while you're bending over that pile of dishes in agony? No, I'm going to put a stop to that. I'm taking you to the doctor as soon as you finish those dishes. I don't need a doctor. I'm all right. Well, we'll let the doctor decide that. It's just a waste of $5 to go to a doctor for this. You'll just tell me to apply a heating pad. Yeah, don't be such a pessimist. Maybe he'll tell you you need an operation. Look, so, Riley, I'm not going to a doctor, and that's all there is to it. Well, you're scared. I'm not scared. Don't be silly. Well, Peg, I'm surprised at you. You're acting like a child. Well, what's there to be scared of? Today, modern surgery can perform miracles. I know that. Well, I was reading in a magazine about an operation. It was just marvelous, a perfect piece of surgery. This patient had trouble with his ticker, see? So they cut open his chest, sawed through the ribs, lifted out the heart, and put it on a table. And they kept it ticking all the time while they worked on it. They drained out the red corpse suckles and pumped in the white corpse suckles. It was a sort of a lube job. <laughs> then they put the heart back in, pushed the ribs together, and sewed up his chest. And the man lived? Well, no, but it was a perfect piece of surgery. <laughs> Mr. Riley, you can come in now. Oh, how is she, Doc? What did you find? Will she need an operation? Oh, no, it's nothing like that, Mr. Riley. Just a strained muscle. She'll be all right if she applies some heat. Oh, is that all? <laughs> well, you see, Peg, I told you there's nothing to be scared of. Well, thank you, Doctor. Goodbye. I'll see that she takes it easier for a few days. Don't let her exert herself. No laundry, no vacuuming the rugs, no heavy housework. Oh, yeah, sure thing, Doc. My little wife needs a rest. She's going to get it. The kids will do the work. Fine. Well, so long, Doc. Oh, uh, just a minute, Riley. Come over here. Me? Yes, I want to have a look at you. Oh, there's nothing wrong with me. I want to look at your eyes. They're brown. <laughs> hmm. That's interesting. Yeah, but I can see perfect, Doc. Now open your mouth. Yeah, but, Doc... Wider. I... Say, ah. Ah, that's what I thought. Those tonsils will have to come out right away, too. You, you mean an operation? There's a peg. He's after me. Ah, Riley, what's the matter? 
Yeah. He's got a batch of tonsils there. The sooner they come out, the better. Oh, really? Oh, no, you ain't going to operate on me. Nobody's going to cut me up. No, I don't believe in operations. <laughs> Nonsense. Now, you'll be at the hospital day after tomorrow at 9 o'clock. No, I won't go. You can't make me. I, I don't need no operation. I won't go. Now, the peg, you tell him. He'll be there, doctor. No, no. <laughs> this is a frame-up. I won't go. But, Riley, dear, I'm surprised at you. Why, you're acting like a child. I don't want no operation. <laughs> What's there to be scared of? Today, modern surgery can perform miracles. Why, of course. And a tonsillectomy isn't really an operation. Well, I've done so many, I could take your tonsils out blindfolded. Oh, yeah? <laughs> well, if you want to get paid, you better peek. <laughs> Hi there, Gillis. Uh, how's the ankle, Gillis? Yeah, coming along okay. Still swollen with a swelling. Uh, well, sit down on the steps here. Here, here give me your crutches. Thanks. Uh, how long do you still have to use these crutches? Oh, about another week. A week, huh? Yeah, that'll make three weeks you're laid up with that ankle. Well, that's tough. What's tough about it? No work, take it easy, sleep as late as I want, family waits on me hand and feet, and I get paid every week from the company hospital plan. Uh, I, I never looked at it like that. Yeah, you're, you're lucky, all right. I gotta have my tonsils out, but I'll be back at work after one day. Imagine, I've been chunking in good dough to company plan every week just as long as you. And for once, I'm lucky enough to need an operation, turns out to be tonsils. Why couldn't I get something that would lay me up at least a month there? Ah, cheer up. <clears throat> Come on, I'll buy you a bottle of Pabst Blue Rip. Oh, okay. Hey, why, why couldn't I have dropped a rivet gun on my ankle like you did? Said I'd be going around on crutches, too, and... Gillis, your crutches. You're walking without crutches. Oh, yeah, I forgot. I better run back and get him. <laughs> there might be a company spy around. Gillis, you can walk without him. You don't even limp. Okay, Riley, you caught me with my crutches down. <laughs> well, what's the idea? You can walk. Oh, sure. I was able to walk three days after the accident. I figured I'd drag it out a couple of weeks. <laughs> well, you sure fooled me. Your ankle looks so swollen. Yeah, well, that part's a nuisance. Whenever the swelling starts going down, I give it a little bang with the crutch to swell it up. <laughs> Some racket, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I wish I had the guts to try a stunt like that. <laughs> well, why don't you? Yeah, how are you going to bang your tonsils with a crutch? <laughs> don't tell them it's tonsils. Build it up. Say it's a serious operation. Lay you up for a month. They'll never find out. Yeah, but Gillis, that ain't honest. That's, that's like stealing. Ooh, look who's talking. Ain't you the guy who showed me how to get a nickel back from a payphone by banging it? <laughs> Ain't you the guy who's always using old transfers on buses? And when you go to a restaurant, you order a steak, eat three quarters of it, then you start yelling to the waiter, it's no good, you make him bring you another one. <laughs> that ain't stealing. Well, yeah, but that's legitimate stealing. <laughs> As a citizen, I'm entitled to it until uh, I get caught. <laughs> well, so is this legitimate. After all, whose money are you collecting anyway? Not the company's. Yours. Oh, that's right. I've been paying for ten years, and I never took advantage once. And I could have lots of times. During the war, there was plenty of times I was sick as a dog, but I went to work anyway, even when I had temperature. And that time I had bronchitis. And when I had pleurisy, I never took a day off. Not once. Not even when I got my head caught in a cement mixer. <laughs> no, that time I did take a half a day off while they fixed the cement mixer. Uh, <laughs> I paid in enough dough. I'm entitled to get some of it back. I'm going to do it. Out of Only, well, 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 suppose they find out. Well, how can they? 
I'm the only one knows what you're up to. Yeah, that's right. And I can trust you, can I? Well, you know you can trust me. What a question. <laughs> In the first place, I'm your best friend. We've been pals for 20 years. Yeah. And in the second place, if you squeal on me, I'll squeal on you. <laughs> Gillis, old pal, I know I can trust you to the limit. <laughs> uh, Mr. Stevenson. Uh, oh, oh, it's you, Riley. Uh, can, I, can I see you a minute, boss? If it's about that overtime pay we owe you, you'll get the 25 but, boss, I told you there's $50 coming to me. No, now. Riley, only 25 No, 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 boss, 50 Look, I'll show you. Eight hours. All right, right, all right. I won't quibble over a few dollars. You'll get your 50 Oh, thanks, boss. That 50 bucks will come in handy. Now that I'm going to the hospital. Well, that's fine. I hope... You... Hospital? Well, yeah. That's what I really came to see you about. I... I need an operation. Oh, well, I'm sorry to hear that, Riley. Nothing serious, I hope. Well, kind of. My ticker. Your heart? Yeah. Something with the red corpsuckles. <laughs> well, Riley, I, I didn't know they operated for a heart condition. Hey, well, 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 it's a new kind of operation. Oh, yes, yeah. yes. I think I read about that in the magazine. A marvelous operation. They practically took the heart out and then put it back in again. Miraculous. Of course, the patient didn't leave... Yeah. <laughs> Don't you worry, Riley. You'll come through. Yeah, I'll be laid up for around three weeks. Oh, don't worry about that. Take all the time you want. Main thing is to get well and strong again. And remember, when you come back here, your job is waiting for you. Oh, thanks, boss. Uh, when is the operation? Uh, tomorrow morning, nine o'clock. Well, good luck, Riley. I'm I'm rooting for you. I just want to say that I can't say it. I got a great big lump in my throat. Yeah. Yeah, I know how you feel, boss. I got two big lumps in my throat. Oh, my, this is a nice, bright room you got, dear. You know, some hospital well, well, room... What time is it, Peg? Well, almost nine, dear. Already? What's the matter, dear? You nervous? Me? me? Nervous? Well, why should I be nervous? <laughs> it's only a tonsil operation. There's nothing to be scared of. Oh, who's scared? I ain't the least bit scared. I'm no coward. Well, then stop chewing your gown. Uh, All right, Mr. Riley, on the stretcher, we're ready for you. Now. No, no, I ain't going. Let me go. I don't want an operation. I want to go home. Oh, Riley, stop that. Now, don't be silly. Peg, I'm scared. Why, a minute ago, you said you weren't a coward. Yeah, sure, I said it. I'm not only a coward, I'm a liar, too. <laughs> Come on, Mr. Riley. The doctor's waiting in surgery on the stretcher. No. Oh, come uh, on, Riley. Fight's nothing. Zip, zip, and it's all over. Yeah, well, zip, zip, you get on a stretcher. <laughs> Mr. Riley, if you don't get on the stretcher, okay, I'll just... Oh, okay, I'll go quietly. I know when I'm licked. Peg, kiss me. Good luck. Good luck, dear. Now you, nurse... Excuse me. I, I'm so scared I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> Goodbye, Peg. And remember, I always loved you.
Well, did you pay the bill, Peg? It's all settled. How do you feel, Riley? Ah, swell. Hurts a little when I swallow, but I feel great. Oh, that's good. Hard to believe that only a couple of hours ago, I was under the knife. I told you it was nothing. <laughs> you told me. Oh. All right, Mr. Riley, you're discharged. You can go home now. Ah, that's swell. Well, what are we waiting for? Let's go, Peg. Uh, Mr. Riley. Well, come on, Peg. Why hang around here? Let's go home. Come on. Uh, Mr. Riley, uh, don't you think you'd better get out of that nightgown first and put your pants on? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, just for being fresh, nurse, I ain't changing my will. I was going to leave this hospital my brain, but now I'm not. Uh. Well, you hold on to it, dear. You'll never know when you'll need it. I am, Millie. I'm worried about Riley. That's a serious operation. Poor devil. What time is it? Twelve o'clock. I should have some news by now. Get me to the hospital. Yes, sir. It's an awful thing to go through. I, I didn't realize he was a sick man. Look, picture of health. Here you are. Hello? Blueview Hospital. Now, I'd like some information about a patient, Riley, Chester Riley. Uh, one moment, please. I'll check. Thank you. Millie, uh, don't forget to send Riley flowers. Yes, yes. How is Riley? Mr. Riley's gone. <laughs> gone. But, but he was just operated on this morning. Well, it was all over very quickly. <laughs> gone. What's the matter, Mr. Stevenson? Never mind the flowers, Millie. Riley's dead. Oh. You have just heard the first act of The Life of Riley, starring William Bendix as Riley. But now, here's an important question. What'll you have? Perhaps blue ribbon. What'll you have? Perhaps blue ribbon. A bottle of past blue ribbon beer will always get a bombshell cheer. But you should see my smiling face when asked if I would like a case. What'll you have? Perhaps blue ribbon. What'll you have? Perhaps blue ribbon. What'll you have? Perhaps blue ribbon. Perhaps blue ribbon beer. Smoother, smoother, smoother flavors, zest and sparkle, million favors. Taste that smoother, smoother flavor, Pabst Blue Ribbon Beer. Finest beer served anywhere. And say, friends, do you want to know the real payoff on how to judge truly fine beer? It's easy. You just pour yourself a glass of Pabst Blue Ribbon and make the three-way experts test. One, look at that clear color, that creamy head. Two, sniff that fragrant Blue Ribbon blend. Three, Taste that flavor. The flavor the whole world knows, and you're bound to agree. Finest beer served anywhere. Pabst Blue Ribbon beer. What'll you have? Pabst Blue Ribbon. And now back to the life of Riley, starring William Bendix as Riley with Paula Winslow and John Brown. Just a few minutes ago, Mr. Stevenson, Riley's boss, dialed the number of the Blue View Hospital... Listened to the terse words from the nurse at the other end of the line, turned pale, and as the receiver fell from his limp grasp, he was heard to exclaim in a voice choked with emotion, Oh, Riley, he's dead. Ah, but little does Mr. Stevenson know that at this very moment, Riley is very much alive. Reclining comfortably in his bed at home, he's living the life of Riley at the company's expense. 
Ah, this is the life, Peg, lying in bed, nothing to do but read and eat, sleep late in the morning, no time clock to punch. <laughs> Three weeks of this and I'll never want to go back to work. <laughs> Three weeks? Yeah. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah, that's right. I didn't tell you, did I? (laughs) You'll be well enough to go back to work tomorrow. I'm going to stretch it to three weeks, a month maybe, maybe even a fortnight. (laughs) (laughs) Why, that's crazy. You won't get paid. (laughs) You're forgetting about the company's sick benefit plan. (laughs) Mr. Stevenson won't give you three weeks' pay for tonsils. (laughs) Who's got tonsils? (laughs) I told him I'm having a heart operation. (laughs) Could you tell such a lie? I ain't such a lie. After all, my heart's only a few inches from my tonsils. <laughs> Riley, you, you can't do this. I, I won't let you. Why not? Stevenson fell for it, hook, line, and sinker. Don't worry, he says to me. Stay home as long as you want. The main thing is to get well, and there'll always be your job waiting for you. Oh, what a jump. <laughs> How did he ever get to be the head of a big company? I got more brains than my tonsils. <laughs> Oh, you can't be serious about this. It's dishonest. Oh, look who's talking about honesty. Why, I never did a dishonest thing in my life. No? I've seen the way you buy strawberries in the market. (laughs) You take all the big strawberries from the top layer of all the other boxes and fill up a box of your own. (laughs) I I do not. Yeah, well, you get me to do it. (laughs) What about the time we went to that banquet? You bought a dress at the May Company, wore it to the banquet, and the next day you returned it and got your money back. Uh. Well, it, it, it didn't fit. It, it was too tight. Yeah, well, who told you to eat so much at the banquet? <laughs> We're talking about tonsils. Now, look, Riley, I won't let you do this. Now, Peg, my head is made up. I won't let you, do you hear? I won't now, let please, you. please, please, don't get me excited. Remember my heart condition. Oh, I mean, uh... You're uh, going to phone Mr. Stevenson and tell him you didn't have an operation. Tell him it was postponed. I will not. Then I will. Oh, you wouldn't dare. Oh, wouldn't I? Just watch me. No, wait, wait, no, no, Peg, wait, no. Wait, wait a minute, okay. Okay, you win. I'll tell him when I go to work tomorrow. Well, now that's more like it. And the next time you try to pull all a right, stunt like right, that, that, that's you're... enough, Peg. Uh, somebody at the door. Now shut my door on the way out, will you, Peg? You want to take a little nap? All right, I'm coming, I'm coming. Yes? Oh, it's you. Yes, it is I indeed. Digby O'Dell, the friendly undertaker. (laughs) (laughs) My goodness, Mr. O'Dell. You rang that bell loud enough to wake the dead. Believe me, I'd be the last person who'd want to do that. (laughs) May I come in? Certainly. My dear Mrs. Riley, I heard the sad news about your spouse this morning. I expected you to tell me. Please accept my deepest sympathy. Oh, don't be so grim, Mr. O'Dell. Ah, you're a brave little woman. Tell me, did he suffer much? Oh, no. It was all over in a minute. Bully for him. He's much better off this way. That's what I keep telling them down at the office. <laughs> sooner or later. The sooner the better. Oh, if only everybody had that attitude. May I see him now? Of course. In the bedroom. Beep! What's the matter? 
25 years in the business, this is the first time I've ever heard one of them snore. Oh, is he snoring? Well, wake him up. Who, me? <laughs> He's walking. Now I've seen everything. Well, what's the matter with you, Digger? You look as if you've seen a ghost. I have. Who, me? Riley, a ghost? Believe me, Digger, I'm very much alive. It's no laughing matter. The whole neighborhood is in mourning. Oh, you're kidding. Out of respect for you, the pool room has closed its doors for the rest of the day. Why, this is fantastic. How did such a rumor start? I, I don't believe it. I assure you it's true. I passed Riley's plant a little while ago. The flag is at half mast. The men congregated in little groups, spoke of nothing else. Heart condition, they said. Heart condition? Chester Riley, you and your ideas. I knew something like this would happen. Oh, I, I've told you time and time again. Why can't you act like a normal human being? Hello? Hello, Mrs. Riley. This is Carl Stevenson. Oh, Mr. Stevenson. I've heard the sad news. <laughs> I'm in the neighborhood with some of dear Chester's friends. We'd like to drop in and pay our last respects to a fine soul whose departure has saddened us all. But, Mr. Stevenson... Don't try you... to talk. I know how you feel, but you must be brave. <laughs> we'll be right over. But, uh, Mr. Stevenson, hello. Miss... Hello. Well, that was Mr. Stevenson. He's coming right over to pay his respects to your widow. <laughs> How are you going to get out of that one, Beg? <laughs> uh, oh, I'm really dead. Mm -hmm. uh, Last this one off. What'll I do? What'll I do? Peg, when he gets here, you, you tell him that I... That, that, that tell you, him what? Well, tell him that you... Well, you'll think of something. Tell him I... Oh, I, 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 no, no, not me. Because I'm not going to be here. Yeah, but Peg... Uh, You've you... got yourself into this, now you get yourself out. You're not going to pass the buck to me. I'm going to lock myself in Babs's room and stay there. No, Peg, wait. Fine wife I got. Digger, what'll I do? If Stevenson finds out I lied, I'll lose my job. How did this story about my being dead get started anyway? I... That's him. What'll I do, Digger? Oh, I wish. I wish. That's it. That's it. I'll play dead for a few minutes, and then he'll go away, and I'm safe. Riley, you can't get away with that. Well, playing dead's my only chance. If he finds out I'm alive, he'll kill me. <laughs> Come on. Come on, in the bedroom. But, my dear man, playing dead, it, it's unethical. It, it... Well, don't argue, Digger. It's my funeral. In that case, lie down. <laughs> okay. Close your eyes. Yeah. Hold your hand. Yeah, what else? Now, if you could only stop... No, I guess not. Let him in, but don't let him get too close to me. I had onions for lunch. All right, sir. Come in, gentlemen. I'm Carl Stevenson. I'm Digby O'Dell. Oh, yes. Oh, of course, I've seen your advertisements on the bus benches. <laughs> These are Chester's friends, Mr. Durkin, Mr. Shapiro. Yes, we've met. How do you do, gentlemen? 
Is Mrs. Riley... Oh, uh, she's indisposed at the moment. I understand. Must have been a terrible shock. <laughs> May we see him? This way, gentlemen. <laughs> if you'll just stand here in the doorway. There he is. Poor Riley. He was a fine chap. Gee, he looks so natural. You did a good job, Digger. <laughs> Thank you. My card, gentlemen. <laughs> it's hard to believe Riley's gone. Yeah. Only yesterday we was playing Pinochle. And now... Poor Riley. At least he went fast. You have no idea how fast. <laughs> Mr. O'Dell, there'll be expenses, and I know Riley wasn't kind to save much, so send the bill to me. And uh, there was some overtime pay that was due him. I brought it here. It amounted to uh, <clears throat> $25. What's wrong? I could have sworn I just saw Riley twitch. <laughs> As I was saying, the overtime came to $50. Now, gentlemen, perhaps you'd better be shoveling off. Yes, yes, of course. I extend my condolences to Mrs. Riley, and if there's anything I can do, you, you'll let me know. Yes, of course. Good day, gentlemen. Bye. Bye. All right, Riley, you can get up now. Yeah, we, we put it over and we fooled him. We got away with it. He really thought I was dead. Oh, oh Riley. Peg, we got nothing to worry about. Oh, you told him. No, I played dead. <laughs> <laughs> you what? I had to. <laughs> oh, boy, what a guy won't go through to hold a job. <laughs> you idiot. If you're dead, how can you hold your job? <laughs> What a revolting development this is. The Rileys will be back in just a moment, but right now... Oh, it's famous, not just here at home, but Timbuktu, too far off Nome. From the Virgin Isles to the Straits of Dover, it's Pat's Blue Ribbon, the whole world over... If you will join them at the bar and sing these words with your guitar, what'll you have? Pat's Blue Ribbon. What'll you have? Pat's Blue Ribbon. What'll you have? Pat's Blue Ribbon. Pat's Blue Ribbon, dear. Smoother, smoother, smoother flavors. Zest and sparkle, million flavors. Taste that smoother, smoother flavor. Pat's Blue Ribbon, beer. Yes, sir, wherever you travel, to the far corners of the world or right here in the good old USA, you'll find folks enjoying that international favorite, Pabst Blue Ribbon. Remember, the quality that has carried Pabst Blue Ribbon around the world is yours for the asking. The next time the waiter asks you, what'll you have, tell him you want the world's number one favorite, Pabst Blue Ribbon, finest beer served anywhere. Craig, that you? Yes, it's me. Well, did you see Stevenson? Yeah, I saw him. Well, what did he say? wife to beg for his job back. Well, what did he say? Was he surprised to hear that I wasn't dead? Surprised? 
Nice, but not overjoyed. Yeah, well, is it okay? Do I get my job back? Yes. Lucky for you, he blamed that nurse at the hospital. Oh, then I can go back to work tomorrow, huh? No, the day after tomorrow. Well, why not tomorrow? Tomorrow, he wants you to see his psychiatrist. Uh... So, Riley, you've got to see a psychiatrist, huh? Yeah, well, what's he going to do to me, Harry? Well, he'll have you lie down on his couch, and when you're nice and comfortable, he'll ask you questions. Questions? Sure. You'll probably say, uh, Mr. Riley, what'll you have? Oh, oh, I ain't nuts, Doc. The only answer to that is Pabst Blue Ribbon. Finest beer served anywhere. Smoother, smoother, smoother flavors. Zest and sparkle, million flavor. Taste that smoother, smoother flavor. Pabst Blue Ribbon beer. What'll you have? Pabst Blue Ribbon. Perhaps Blue Ribbon invites you to join us again next week to hear The Life of Riley, starring William Bendix as Riley. Tonight, just a few hours from now, Paps Blue Ribbon brings you direct from San Francisco another exclusive Paps Blue Ribbon event in sports. The ten-round heavyweight fight between former world heavyweight champion Joe Lewis and San Francisco's own Andy Walker. The whole world is waiting for the outcome of tonight's fight as Joe Lewis guns for his fourth comeback victory. See your newspaper right now for time and station in your city for the big fight tonight. Harry Von Zell speaking. Here, Tallulah Bankhead's wonderful big show, Sunday on NBC.